Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And we are recording live and in person for episode... 39. 39. No. Is it 40? 40, because we were 30... No, wait, we're 38 feeling great. We're 39 feeling fine right now. Yeah. It is 39. Hey, and guys. I'm, I'm feeling perfectly fine. We know exactly what yeah, episode we're doing. I double-checked. It's 39. So... The other day was Christmas, and mm-hmm. a couple days from now is New Year's Day. So we're in that weird in-between it, phase where it's, it's like, like, we don't really have to work this week. Like, we do, but it can kind of all be bullshit. And we don't have school. We don't have because school. Because we're on sp- winter vacation. You were about to say spring bake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spring bake. Yeah, this is like a weird-ass time where it's like, mm-hmm. is it still Christmas? I don't know. There's still a tree in the living room. Decorations are still up. Yeah. And it's not quite... I don't know. I hate how long December is, honestly. I think it's so weird. Christmas should just be on the 31st. I don't know what you would do at New Year's Eve then, but... I mean, why not just do it? Like, you have Christmas Eve, Christmas Day... Mm-hmm. And, and then, then go straight and then to New straight Year's to Eve. New yeah. Year's Eve. Yeah. They should change all holidays to being the end of the month. Halloween has it right. Yeah. Halloween knows mm-hmm. what it's doing. Because then you wake up the next day and you're like... It's November. It's November. And Pumpkins, jack o' lanterns go in the garbage. Now it's Thanksgiving time. Yeah. And Thanksgiving should be on the last day of November. Exactly. Absolutely. Who cares that yeah. it's not the last Thursday? The Thursday thing is super arbitrary anyway. I mean, we're all kinds of fucked up here anyway. You know what I mean? <sighs> it's like, COVID time, so let's just change all the rules going into 2021. Right? Get rid of fucking um, daylight savings. Valentine's Day it. is February 29th now. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> just move them all. You only celebrate every yes. once, once four years. <laughs> oh, is 29 yeah. the leap day one? I think so, yeah. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> so Sucks to suck, Valentine's Then you just day. had to make it extra special. St. Patrick's Day, March 31st. I could be down with that. Easter, just the last day of April. April, last yeah. day. I like that because um, Easter usually hovers around my birthday. Like, yeah. it could be literally, like, Easter has been on my birthday before, and it's mm-hmm. total bullshit. And I don't like Easter. Because they're like, Kaylin, we got you presents, but they're actually eggs. All we got you is eggs, and they're all over the lawn, and you have to go find them. Happy birthday. But you know what, like, Elsa's bullshit, though? Like, I just don't like Easter in general. Like, there's nothing good about it. Like, I don't... Like, the egg hunt's kind of fun, or it was fun when my grandma. No, but otherwise it, but it's like, like I... light, light, light Christmas. Like, there's family obligation. Yes, family obligation. <laughs> also, the... Candy selection is garbage. Just jelly beans. I hate peeps. I hate jelly beans. Hollow, I don't Easter like bunny, malt anything. Chocolate thing. Yeah. I know you like malt. I like malt, but but like I hate everything else associated to it. And then a fucking bunny. You have to like go see like bring kids to see a bunny. Mm-hmm. I, don't I think understand. the Easter bunny was one of my first. Like as a kid, I'm like, what is this? Really? <laughs> we got Santa Claus already. We have a rabbit fairy, man. and we have an Easter bunny. Who's very fine. Giant size rabbit man? Give me a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eight years old. I'm not an idiot, okay? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not into it. So we could just skip right over it. How was your Christmas? Uh, it was really good. It was really good. I'm um, glad that it was quick. Mm-hmm. Quick and dirty. Just how I like Christmas. Just get in, get out, get your presents, and then peace out. Kaylin's family lives on a farm, and she, you know, she just goes and rolls in the mud with the pigs and the, mm-hmm. and the cows, and then 
eats a candy cane and fucks off. Yeah. Right? That's what you're essentially, saying? Essentially, yep. <laughs> <laughs> How was yours? Good. I got a lot of fun things. Lego, records, a ton of Nintendo Switch games, all that fun stuff. Did you mm-hmm. get anything cool? Money. Money. Cash is king. Cash is king. Cash is clay. <laughs> uh, what else did I get? I got money, and then I got, like, uh, some bedding stuff, like uh, a new, like, What's memory foam count? pillow. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm not rich, so I don't count those threads. Um, you pull out your magnifying glass, and you're like, hmm, says it's light. eight, but I don't see 800 threads here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I also got a... A new down comforter, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, what else have I got? Some alcohol. Mm-hmm. That's always nice. Um, oh, a mini waffle maker. Mini Sorry, waffle I'm like maker. struggling to remember. I got one of those for Liz, the little dash guy. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool. I'm very excited to use that. I might use that tonight. Do breakfast for dinner. I saw someone on Twitter the other day, made cinnamon buns as a waffle. Like, they took the, like, Pillsbury dough, and they just put a whole ass cinnamon bun in it and dashed it right in there. That's a dope idea. Yeah. That's actually not bad. I got, um, I'm, like, really stoked to read it again. I got the New Gods omnibus from Jack Kirby. Mm -hmm. The New Gods were basically his uh, creation at DC Comics, it ran for only 11 issues, and then it got canceled, I guess, mm-hmm. due to, like, lack of interest. Oh, <laughs> and, that's uh, sad. then he left, and he created the Eternals for Marvel, which are gotcha. kind of, like, a very similar idea. And they're okay. going to do a movie of that eventually, too. But, uh, so I'm really excited to I like to that. You just that. kind of rebrand. Rebrand and rebrand. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it's a new thing that we like now. <laughs> um, that's exciting. Um, do you have any exciting plans for New Year's? Um, I don't know. Really no. as of yet. No. But no. the day, New Year's Day, New Year's we Day do we have plans. Book club. We do, yeah, have you at cracked the shop. Something is Killing the Children Volume 2 yet? I have not, but guess what? I found um, Terminal Punks. Oh, yeah. I wind up finding the other bag with that because uh, the other one had Shadow Service. This one has um, Terminal Punks and something about time. <sighs> something about time. A like about, about time. time. I do not know. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to let you know. Cause Terminal I... Punks. I really want you to read it and let me know what you think. I loved that series, and I was mm-hmm. on Twitter two days ago, and one of my friends, Dan, on Twitter, he was like tweeting, like, "Oh, what's a book that came out this year that I should have read? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's in my stack. I'll finally get to it today. I have some time off in the holidays." Yeah. And I was like, "You should read Terminal Punks," and he was, like, and I was like, "And if you don't have it." Let me know. It's like, oh, I haven't read it yet. I don't have it. And I was like, okay, DM me your address right now. And That's he was so like, fun. okay. <laughs> and I just sent him a copy of one and two and some fun stuff. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We had some fun last night. We played, I made everyone play trivia. Yeah, we got Trivial Pursuit live for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And played that. That was a lot of fun. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. They made, like, game show edition Trivial yeah. Pursuit. Yeah, like, you play, and, like, everyone has a podium, and then, like, there's different, like, you could do, what, is it, like, the 30-minute one, and it has three rounds, or yeah. you could do the 45-minute, and it has five rounds. I don't feel like it was ever 45 minutes long. 
Yeah, we were kind I think of blowing we just through, go like, quick. Because yeah. they show you, like, I don't know, the, like, standings in the match and everything like that. And we're yeah. like, skip, I don't care, skip. Yes. And then the rules after you go through it one time, it's like, you don't have to go through it. It was a lot of fun. Time. I wish it was more game showy. Because, like, they don't read you the questions. They're just on the screen. They have to be read. Yeah. yeah. And then we were drinking a couple beers last night. So, like, by our third or fourth game... My reading slowed down significantly. We were not totally paying because it's like they give you a list of things and it's like, oh, which one of these happened the earliest? And you're like, uh. Oh yeah, that's another thing in three because it's not just like you answering one question; it's like you kind of going head to head with other people. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I won three times in a row in the beginning when I wasn't <laughs> drunk, and then I got drunk, and then I lost all lost of the times. all of the remaining rounds. But I still beat the CPO yes. until Ash came, and then we had four players. Yeah. So, yeah. That game was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend that, especially because it was, like, the perfect price. It was, like, $10. Oh, it's yeah. more than enough money yeah. for a dumb trivia game. But it was fun. Maybe we'll play it again after this, just one round, because now I'm, now I'm excited. Do you need to redemption? Play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to prove how smart I am, guys. You're I'm very smart. smart Thank you. I knew you meant that. Oh, Letterkenny just came out, too. We yeah. just watched a little bit of that this morning, which was hilarious. It always is. I'm I excited to, to see the rest of it. get around to watching Wonder Woman, finally. I know you watched it. We'll talk about yes. that when we've both seen it. Okay. Wonder Woman 1984 came out Christmas Day on HBO Max. I'll just say this. Uh-oh. I had to watch it, uh, like you would, in, in two parts. Uh-huh. I, I might do three. It's two I, and a half hours long. I had fallen asleep. In my defense, it was after Christmas, like uh-huh. Christmas morning and baking and doing all this shit. And I was like, I just want to relax. Then I remembered it was on. And I was like, okay. So I played it and then I fell asleep at some point. But I picked it back up and I, I watched it. I'm not going to tell you my thoughts on it uh-huh. yet, but... But yeah, we'll talk about it next week. I want to watch that, and then the uh, the new Disney Pixar movie Soul just came out, also. So maybe we'll give ourselves some like pod homework, and we can okay. talk about those. I'll next watch week. Soul, and you watch yeah, Wonder Woman and Soul and Soul. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. You got double homework. I'm good. So this week, in our second segment, we're going to go over two more top five lists of the year 2020. But before we do that, we should go to a song. Yep. And I thought a fun way to come up with our song this week sure, would be to just go to your thing and hit play okay. and then see what song plays in your shuffle first. I am nervous, but let's see. It's Modest Mouse with Paper Thin Walls. <laughs> Everyone wants to move them and half of everyone else moves around. 
by Modest Mouse. So this week, as Doug said earlier, we are going to do our top fives. Last week we did movies and TV. Um, this week we're going to do music and miscellaneous. Yeah. So I'm very intrigued to see how you interpret miscellaneous versus Just like I... five vague things that I liked that happened this in 2020. Year. Okay, cool. Alright, so do you want to start it up, or do you want me to start it off? Yeah, let's go through with our music first. Sure. What do you got? Uh, first on my list, uh, Phoebe Bridgers came out with uh, Punisher this year, which was fantastic. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to any of it. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. You should give it a listen. Full new album? Full new album, yep. Not just like an EP or something? Nope. I saw yesterday, or two days ago on Twitter, Kanye was like, I released a new album! And it's an EP, dude, so it's like, slow down. Yeah. A couple songs is not Relax. an album. yeah. That's a pretty cool. A full-length album. <clears throat> um, I mean, I feel like there's been a lot of buzz around this album this year, and but it, it is very, very well well worth the praise. It, it is a very good, like, from front to back album. And there hasn't been a lot this year, so it's like, if you're putting something out, like... You might as well make it count. Yeah, like, let's yeah. hope that it counts, right? <laughs> All right, what's yours? My first thing on my top five music of 2020 mm-hmm. is the Postal Service put out a live album of a concert reunion that they had done. Okay. And I listened to... Was this to... when they got back together, like, <clears throat> briefly, like, four years ago? Like, three or four years ago? I think it was recorded in, like, 2019. Oh, so it's really? like, And okay. then it was just released... Um, this year? Yeah, towards the end of 2020. Now, did they do a live video to a company or just a live album? All I've seen is the live album because I would love to watch the concert. Yeah. I love watching concert films. But it's called um, Everything Will Change. <clears throat> oh, that's cute. And they play, like, you know, everything you want to hear from that one album that they put out. Oh, God, what's the name of that album? I have to think about it now. Uh, postal Service. Oh, my God, what is the Postal Service? A give up. Give up. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um, I love the put out service. That deluxe edition of Give Up a couple years ago for the 10th anniversary of the album, they put out that new, new in quotes, song, mm-hmm. Tattered Line of String, 
Yeah. Which I think is my absolute favorite Postal Service song. And they did that one live too, so I was excited. That is that a really good in. one. I just, I'm, I'm not to toot my own horn. I think I'm one of the rare people that remember Postal Service before mm-hmm. becoming Death Cab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, anyone I talk to, they love Death Cab, and that's fine. But Postal Service, I think, is superior. I mm-hmm. think if, if, if Ben Gibbard would have just continued he would have done some great things not that death cab had not done great things because they have su- they have yeah. really good albums yeah. but i just like the sound better in pulses and like the the, the more addition like electronica of jenny you know? lewis and everything it's just mm-hmm. so much it's just better it's the best yeah <laughs> i had all of those like they released a ton of like dumb eps to a company give up mm-hmm. that had like different cuts of songs and shit and yes my favorite Honestly, one of my favorite Postal Service songs is not even being sung by them in my favorite version. I love the Shins version of We Will Become Silhouettes. Oh, that's it's a so good, good song. Oh, the Shins. <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, honestly, I know we're a little bit biased, but like the early 2000s with that type of music was just fucking wonderful. Or late 90s. It's like all that mean? I listen to anymore. It's, it's just like 90s to 2000s alternative. Yes. And indie. Like, <laughs> that's it. It was a good time. Um, speaking of that time period, uh, Bright Eyes just came out with a new album this year, which I think we played uh, Calais to Dover. Mm-hmm. Cialis, um, as I call it. Yeah. Which, <laughs> not, not the same thing, Doug. Um, but they put an album called Down in the Weeds Where the World Once Was. Now, I went into listening to this not really expecting much. Out of Bright Eyes, you it's know their mean? first album in a couple of years, right? Yeah, like a like solid uh, ten. Yeah, ten probably something uh-huh. like that. There was one after Casadega, right? Yeah, there and was. And then he uh, went back to to Desperacitos for a little while too, for like a did. minute. He did, yeah. Um. Well, you know, and he, Monsters of Folk, right? Monsters of Folk. And then I think Connor Oberst even did a couple solo albums also. Oh, at I least don't remember. One. I don't because Monsters <clears throat> of Folk was probably around two thousand and twelve. Yeah, I was working at Best Buy at the time. Uh-huh. I remember because I—that's where I picked it up, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I really don't remember anything much more happening after that. Maybe he did some solo stuff. I just didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Um, but this album really like, again, like Phoebe Bridgers, front to back, I love. Mm-hmm. Like, it is very reminiscent of like his earlier stuff like it's very melodic but very very sad he had some like crazy shit happen mm-hmm. this past like year or two so um definitely worth a listen definitely i have to listen. honestly sit down and listen to it because i've only I'm heard so what you've told me about that you have not yet bright eyes i'm super conflicted with sometimes like i think casadega is like a perfect album front to back mm-hmm. but i haven't even listened to that in a long time mm-hmm. and then like i like bits and pieces off of, like, other albums that they've put out and stuff. Yeah. But I really, I, like, just especially love Casadega for some reason. <laughs> I get like, that. just that. And Casadega, you know, as soon as, <clears throat> as soon as Four Winds comes on, just pops in. It's the spring slash summer. Then you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, this is the song. What's next for you? Next for me, this is another, like, slightly more interpretive, but, like, so through, through being in the shop with Justin and like trying to find music that we can come together on mm-hmm. and agree to like play, because we do have like slightly conflicting tastes. We've 
come to this mutual love of talking heads. Mm -hmm. And in the early parts of the summer, Adam Scott and Scott Ackerman started doing a sequel to their REM or U2 podcast where they were going to talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, I hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't want to have to listen. I'm going to listen to every episode. Yes. And I don't want to (laughs) become a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan because (laughs) of the two of them talking about it. It is such a likely thing for you. Yeah, like, because even, I hate U2. But after the U2 podcast... You pick up, like, a song or two, I'm like, you're oh, like, this, this is actually is pretty good, and bad. I have appreciation for this, that, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. But I'm like, I don't want to feel that way about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't have that in me. I get that. So, in their first... Who, who are you going to be after that, wearing that fucking Red Hot Chili Pepper shirt? The, like, the, 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 like, the classic, medical like... symbol, almost, looking yes. thing? Yes. Yeah. So, they were like, they did an episode where they introduced the premise of talking about a Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then they did one episode about an actual album... And they both kind of stopped and were like, I don't like doing this. I don't want to do this. Why did you make me do this? Which is hysterical. They both were convinced that the other one really wanted wanted to do it. And they were like, no, we should do Talking Heads. So then the next episode, the third episode, they just fully came back and were like, we're doing Talking Heads instead. (laughs) So through listening to that, I've gotten into this like deeper dive appreciation of like David Byrne Mm -hmm. and like everybody and Talking Heads and all that. So I think... That made me an even bigger Talking Heads fan. Yeah. So, like, I've been, I have, like, a, you know, all sorts of albums that I'm listening to from them and all sorts of, like, side projects and solo albums and all yeah. that stuff. So, I would say this is the year that I've, like, fully embraced being, like, a Talking Heads fan through the help of Have you Adam listened Scott to, um, didn't David Byrne do, like, a <clears throat> split with uh, St. Vincent? Yeah, and it's really very, good. Yeah, it's very interesting. They actually touched on that on the Talking Heads podcast because mm-hmm. St. Vincent years ago was on an episode of Comedy Bang Bang. I remember. Scott said something about one of her albums sounding similar to like a David Byrne album, and she was apparently super cagey in person because she was just getting ready to release a surprise album with him. That's so She was funny. like, oh, it's weird. No, we don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That is a good album. But yeah, um, he's got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got a huge catalog that you wouldn't expect because I think people just remember um, Psycho Killer. Yeah, you honestly. Know? It's Psycho Killer. It's awesome. Take Me to the River, which is a fucking cover anyway. Yeah. You know, like Burning Down the House maybe, mm-hmm. and that's it. Which is a shame because he does have a lot of side projects and mm-hmm. he is like kind of like a a musical mastermind in his own right when we were like justin and i were like really listening to talking heads in the shop one day i think we just put on like on pandora or spotify like talking heads radio Mm -hmm. and this song came on called like humans do that Mm -hmm. is a david byrne solo song and it used to come for free when you bought a windows computer that was operating windows 2000 okay it was like a launch thing on the computer was this song sure and we were obsessed with it when we were kids we would listen to it all the time and we were like oh my god we've always loved david Byrne." and (laughs) we didn't know it it. because it came on the radio and we both literally stopped dead in our tracks and we Mm -hmm. were like oh my god i'm breathing in like saying every line of the song I think everybody has that um, kind of effect. Like, I think they just, like, forget. Because, like, I was listening to... Oh, no, no, I wasn't even listening to it yet. I came into work the other day, and I had a David Bowie shirt on. Uh-huh. And um, 
Kirsten, I think Kirsten said something. Somebody said something. They were like, I don't really even know any of their songs. And I was like, dude, I'm like, you know so many of his songs. Yeah. You do. And they're like, oh, I can't think of one. And I played a bunch. And they're like, oh, shit, this one, like, Rebel Rebel. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, this is it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, he sings a <laughs> lot of songs you know. Uh-huh. Trust me. Um, but I think there's just, like, you get mixed up. And you know what I mean? Like, you don't associate it mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. Oh, we should probably move on. What do you got next? Wait, did you officially say your... Yeah, it was just like an overall appreciation for talking about Oh, okay, that's fair. (laughs) Um, My next one is Team Impala. They came out with the Slow Rush this year, which is really good. Borderline. Borderline, And it's their first album in a long time, too. Yes, Borderline was their single that sat on Apple Music forever. Like, honestly, like a year and a half before they did something with it for uh real. Until they finally released the whole album, which is, it's really good. I really like Team Impala. One of the um, last bands to play SNL in person in 2019 before they went to like the weird online, like yeah. over Zoom type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a weird year it's been. <laughs> so fucking weird. That feels like millions of years ago that that happened. 2020 has been at least 19 <laughs> to 24 months long. <laughs> I was going to say years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, years. Um, but yeah. That, 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 that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm glad they put it out. I like it. Um, so yeah, listen to it. This year, early in the year, mm-hmm. I was really excited because this stupid band that I used to listen to when I was a teenager, The Receiving End of Sirens, was set mm-hmm. to return and do like an anniversary show. Sure. So I listened to a ton of them from like January to March. Okay. Because we were going to go see them in... I think it was early, like maybe late April or May. Okay. I was going to go get tickets. Our mm-hmm. friend Ash and I, we were like so, 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 so stoked. I'm like very accidentally wearing my receiving end of Sirens t-shirt that I've had since I saw that this morning. <laughs> I don't know how I've had this shirt for so long. It looks good, like good quality. It's definitely you beat know? up and I bought it from my first bamboozle that I went to. Wow. You want to date, date mark that? Yeah. What year is that? I think actually it might be 2005. 2005? Yeah. Okay. Um, the only Receiving End, uh, Receiving End of Sirens album I remember, I don't even remember the name to it, but it's the white album with the yes. the record player. Yeah, that it. was what they were going to be playing. It was going to be an back. anniversary of that one. Mm. Yeah. What's the name of that album? Do you remember? The Earth Sings Me Fa Me is uh, the name of that album. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I was really, really excited because I think they were only doing like four shows and mm-hmm. one was going to be at Starland Ballroom. Oh, that's like, up fair. two miles from so my house. But... So weird. So that's a huge bummer, but like it reinvigorated my love for them, mm-hmm. which was weird and very, very nostalgic. Yeah. Wow. Hopefully we have some of this stuff to still look forward to. Well, I mean, and like a band that's been broken up for so long, it's like they had agreed to do a reunion and are they going to be like in two years when it gets rescheduled to that? Are they going to be like, like, yeah, we still want to do this? Or are they going to be like, no, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) We broke up for a reason and. I felt that way when at the drive-in got put together for like the one tour and I was really upset that I missed it. Yeah. I I was like at a state when they were in in, like the area. So Mm -hmm. I, I, there was no way I could have made it, but I was, I was, I was bummed. That's rem- like one of a lifetime thing because they have Mars Volta and they have Sparta. They have other shit yeah. going on. And 
to miss them coming back together for like how you originally fell in love with them. You know uh, what I mean? I was like, fuck. When uh, this is like an adjacent story, but like <laughs> I had tickets to see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden the mm-hmm. same night that Saves the Day was gonna play with Anne Horse. Yeah. At the Stone Pony, and I was like, I want to go see Anne Horse. Like, but also they're an it's... Australian indie band. I'll never mm-hmm. see them like any other time. And I'm like, oh, but I have like very good Billy Joel tickets, <laughs> and Billy Joel is how old? <laughs> so oh. maybe I should just go see him instead. That's really funny. That's kind of why Super I went to go see uh, Bob Dylan a few years back. Yeah. It was right before he won uh, the Nobel Peace Prize mm-hmm. for uh, for writing. So he still, he wasn't, he didn't have such a big head. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did you follow any of that controversy? Like, he, like, everyone, when they found out that he was going to get the award, like, flipped the fuck out. No, and really? he was like, um, dude, you could have it back. Like, <laughs> I don't really want it that much. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, but like, but he does deserve it. Uh, he was like a fucking, you know... A renaissance in that mm. time period. Jesus. Anyway, we're, we're getting way off topic. Um, did I, okay, I said Tame Paul. You said Receiving, receiving End of Science. And I'm going to say <clears throat> My Morning Jacket, The Waterfall 2, came out this year as well. I didn't know they well. put out a new album. Maybe, Doug, I told you to listen to this album. I forgot. Jesus. I wasn't here that day. <laughs> you were absent. <laughs> <laughs> Doug was absent from class. That was on my fugue state days, I think, where I was just like... Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But you should listen to it. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. I always appreciate my morning jacket. Yeah. You ever seen that episode of American Dad where he discovers my morning jacket? Mm-hmm. Such a good episode. Or so that stupid. episode of Happy Endings. My my morning jacket jacket. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, what's next for you? Um. So this year... I wasn't a member of it for very long, but Circus Arrived did a Patreon, mm-hmm. and um, one of the you, things... You were a member? They did. I was a member. Oh. No, I did. Okay, so Kaylin had a membership <laughs> to the Patreon, and she gave me her password, and I would duck in and out, and I would listen to their stuff, but I had to join to become a member so I could download. They did a cover of one of my favorite Beck songs that's actually a cover anyway, but... Um, Double cover. They did a cover of Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime mm-hmm. from the Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind soundtrack. And yep. that song can make me cry on, like, a normal day. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Green singing it, it fucks me up so much yeah. in such a, like, delightful way. Like, I don't know. I like to listen to music that makes me feel, like, emotional and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and, like, literally will make me cry. And to listen to that song... Mm-hmm. I, like, will drive with it on at, like, the absolute max volume, mm-hmm. and I'll just be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> It's from, like, the opening titles, basically. So, like, in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, if you haven't seen it, Joel, basically, as he realizes that Clementine has been erased, has erased him from his memory, mm-hmm. he, like, through the title sequence, he drives back to his house. Yes. And he, like, is... He's crying. This song is playing while he's crying and mm-hmm. driving. And it, that's me. I want to do that. So I'm going to put on this song, yeah. sung by my favorite band, and I'm going to cry and drive. Listen, I know exactly <laughs> what this feeling is. You don't have to act like it's some new thing. My best friend and I in high school, we used to drive down to uh, this park called Sunrise Beach, mm-hmm. and we would have what we called Sunrise Beach Sessions. Like, if we were both in a mood, or if one of us was in a mood... Uh-huh. We would just drive down there together, and we would just put on this playlist that was just, like, all really, like, gut-wrenching, 
fucked up songs that would make us cry. So we'd just have a good cry session and listen to these songs and be like, all right. Because it was kind of like, you know, refreshing. It was just like, yeah. you to get your feelings out This a is a bit. full 2020 mood now. Oh, it's yeah. picking out the perfect songs to drive while crying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have. We should make playlist for that that's just songs to cry to I while driving a sunrise beach playlist awesome we'll already, add to it so yeah guys if you need a soundtrack to cry to if you need to um feel your feelings in this year or anytime after we we will help you out we got you um you got one more yep last one for me is just one song it just came out literally like a week and a half ago mm-hmm. Um, it's by this artist, Charlie Bliss, who I don't know otherwise, but it features, uh, this Canadian pop punk band, Pup. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called It's Christmas and I Fucking Miss You. And it's, like, probably aimed to be, like, about a, a girl or a boy or, or something, you know, a significant other. But I relate it more to, like family members so like uh-huh. and i i don't really like i mean i like christmas music fine enough mm-hmm. but like my christmas playlist is just like a little bit tweaked like like it has um river by joni mitchell on it and it has like it, it's like a like interpretive kind of christmas. maybe almost like winter feelings exactly okay. you know what i mean so it's not like all normal shit and this song is just like fucking hit dude i've been singing it like for the past week and a half and i love it and i love pop so i mean guys go give it a a listen if you kind of like punk music about being sad around the holidays (laughs) real theme we're going for (laughs) well you know tis the season so my last one is Mm -hmm. um another sort of interpretive answer but like through the lack of being able to go to concerts and stuff mm-hmm. i have really appreciated having some concert films on yeah. my apple apple tv live yeah. and i finally just this is like something that i've been meaning to watch for years because it's like honestly a classic but i've never seen stop making sense the talking okay. heads live concert movie mm-hmm. and i finally watched that in like maybe may or april Okay. And it is so fucking good. It is like a master class in making a concert film. Where'd you watch it on? I bought it on Apple TV. Oh, okay. So I've been watching that. I put it on periodically. I always... Just like background too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will constantly go back to um, Circus Arrive Live at the Shrine. Yeah. I watch that all the time to the point where I know like the... The, the stage banter and mm-hmm. song cues and when they fuck up on songs and stuff. Yeah. Like by memory. <laughs> I also, like, constantly will watch the Coheed and Cambria live at Starland Ballroom. That's a good one, too. And that's another one where I know... Like, so in I depth. can't think of the song right now on the spot, but I know where they fuck up, like, a bass line oh, in that really? DVD. And I'm like... Like, I can... Like, I, make, <laughs> I go... In, in accordance to the footage playing on the television. That's really fucking funny. But I can get I, into that. I don't really watch a lot of... Um, I have, like... Uh, I think two, two DVDs somewhere mm-hmm. of live shows, um, but I never play them. There used to be an app called Quello, I think, something like that, Quell, mm-hmm. Quello, mm-hmm. where you could buy a subscription and you could just watch concerts. I do remember that. They used to have live footage, right? Yeah, and they would have, like, you know, some bands have, like, actual, like, a DVD mm-hmm. and it's available to stream on there, or yeah. sometimes it's just, like, 
they have, like, you could watch a certain day of Coachella or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like to do that sometimes because it's, like, yeah, that especially or like, right now. Or, like, Glastonbury because, like, where uh-huh. the fuck are you going to go there? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. that. I think I did that for Flaming Lips. Mm-hmm. I watched their Glastonbury you set watch... from, like, what, two years ago? Jim James, Yim Yames, come out <laughs> in his James. gerbil ball. <laughs> did you see that they did a live show where they put everyone in the audience I in did. those gerbil balls? Yep. Mm-hmm. So fucking weird. Yep. I mean, it looked pretty cool. I don't know how if I'd enjoy it, though. I don't know. I feel it I get very really claustrophobic. Bad. Yeah. So I can't imagine being in a ball surrounded by, by balls, balls like yeah. that. Like it's very. And then what do you do if you have surrounded I by know. balls? <laughs> what do you do if you have to go to the bathroom? Like do you? I have don't to know. Gerbil ball to the bathroom and like unbubble. I guess I or don't is know. Is there a hole? <laughs> I think you just hold it. Honestly, you just hold it. Just That's it. In yeah. the bubble at that yeah. point. They give you yeah. a t- special tube to, uh... It's fun in theory. Mm-hmm. It's fun in theory, I think. But I think you're right. I think I'd be a little bit too claustrophobic to Did they buy anything. stock in the company that makes those hamster balls also? Because uh, they know. are one of know. the leading bands revolutionizing... You would have to imagine that the amount of people that were able to attend was probably so small. Mm-hmm. Like... I, one-tenth of the size. Yeah. they probably take and up, then, like, the space of ten people, I and would And then, bet. what was the gerbil ball, like, price included in your ticket price? Who the fuck like, knows? Do you take it home? I Is it yours now? I don't know. Because you've contaminated it, technically, yes. right? With just your being. Yeah. So, is that, like, a selling point? Like, $100 for this gerbil ball plus, like... $100 for a ticket to see us. Well, I had told you when I was going to go to a car concert, like a drive-in concert. Yes. And it was like, oh, well, you're only one car, and you could fill the car with however many people you want. So, so a car is $250, <laughs> and I'm like, yikes, that's a lot of money. Because it's just me and my wife. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I And I only kind of want to go. <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's something <clears throat> to do. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys. It has been one hell of a year. Yeah. We still got one list left. Our miscellaneous list. Miscellaneous best of 2020 list. Sure. Do you want to start this one out? Sure thing. Okay. So my first thing here is um, the Nintendo Switch game Animal Crossing New Horizons. Got you through. I'm pretty sure it's on everybody's like, best of list. It came out like March 21st. Yes. So like prime... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, everybody kind of says, like, the world shut down on March, like, 15 yes. through 17, somewhere in there. Like, yep. so now we're all sitting at home doing nothing, and I'm pretty sure the GameStop that I bought, Liz's copy, closed, like, the next day. Yes. <laughs> like, per, like, for a long-ass uh-huh. time. So I remember putting down the pre-order for it, and I was like, do you think you'll be open still? And she's like, yeah, why? I'm like, mm. You know, take a look outside. Like <laughs> the world's kind of starting to catch fire. Are you sure GameStop will still be open? GameStop will, for sure. She's like, yeah, we'll be here. Yeah. She's like, yeah, we open at ten. And I'm like, no, okay, that's not what I mean. I don't mean like <laughs> like normally yeah. what your business hours are. Like, have you noticed what's about to happen? Like, so, what's going on? Like, and when all the shutdown like really started, that was what I would do. It's like, okay, wake up. Uh, check the price of turnips for the day, find weeds, <laughs> walk around, find some cool decorations. It was essentially like living a life while you couldn't live yeah. your real life. Yeah, I yeah. can't leave my house, but I can leave my little villager's house and roam around. Yep. 
Oh my god, could you imagine the game had like an immediate update where it put masks on all the players? <laughs> they did eventually have like masks that you could buy in the Shut shop. I don't know up. if that was like intended in the code or that is if they hysterical. added it. Yeah. Um, my, well, this is kind of, kind of goes with yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just new hobbies. Like yeah. new hobbies this year. I've done like a lot of different weird shit that I don't think I would have normally done unless it you know, we were stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, not necessarily all new. Like, I read, when I actually did have COVID, I mentioned this all the time, but I read, like, four books mm-hmm. within, like, a week's time, which was wonderful. Um, I also went back to, like, doing a lot of art shit, which was yeah. cool. You know what I mean? Um, I'm trying to think of other things now. I've done some new shit, and I'm sure you listeners have done some other shit too to occupy your time. We've all done things to like kind of like those first weeks when everyone was make making banana bread, yeah, and shit, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh look, like just sharing all like... of the arts and crafts uh-huh. aisles were just cleared yeah. out, like cleared the fuck out." So yeah, I'm sure everyone's been crafting or doing something. I know I had seen somewhere. I was watching, like, CBS Morning News the other day, and they were saying mm-hmm. it's, like, it's the year of Etsy. Yeah. Because not only are people, like, making their own things, but they're, like, sh- selling and sharing their own things, too. Oh, for sure, yeah. Because this is the perfect time. If you can't go anywhere, there's really no excuse why you can't, like, get a shop together and, like, yeah. get your idea in motion. You've you got time like... to, like, make the product, you know what I mean, and, and iron out any, like little hiccups you may if have. If you couldn't figure it out this year, then you were never going to figure it oh, out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh, God. Um, what's next for you? The next one on my list is another video game, and I feel like you can... Sensing a theme. probably on your list also. But mm-hmm. Among Us. Among Us is not on my list. It's not. You were literally playing it, like, I earlier today and last night. Yep. <laughs> when no one's paying attention to Kaylin, she's just sitting there. I just play it, yeah. Accusing yellow bean sus and yep. venting throughout the entire board. It is, I mean, it is true, yeah. It's, it's like, such, such a fun game. We mm-hmm. tried to teach my mom how to play it on Christmas, and she was not having it. The fun thing is that, like, you could literally play a game or two, or you could sit there for an hour and continuously play, yeah. you know what I mean? But usually for me, it's like I just hop on, play a game real quick, and most of the time it's really fun. Sometimes the games really suck and people really are annoying. For a couple weeks there, I really felt like it was so hard to find a game that, like, didn't yes. get me booted from it, or didn't mm-hmm. just, like, glitch out, or... Yep. When you start a game and, like, immediately they're like... It's Purple who's imposter. And I'm like, I didn't do anything yet. And they're mm-hmm. like, but I know it's you. And it's like, well, how do you know that it's me? What did you do? Exactly. Like, we yeah. just started. Yep. But I definitely enjoyed that. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's escapism. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Even if it's for a few minutes or not, it, it's just nice to not think of anything we were crazy. trying to teach my mom how to play it. And she's like, I don't understand what I'm doing. And we're like, okay, so you're like a spaceman on a space station who has mm-hmm. to complete these tasks. Before everybody gets killed. Mm-hmm. And she goes, why? And I'm like, what do you mean why? Have you, you played video no, games? There is like, no why. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of escapism, one of the things this year, or next on my list, um, that it was finally like somewhat of a reprieve of everything that's been going on, um, is that we have a new president. 
Oh, yeah, we weeks, we, we have We're going to have our new President Biden sworn in. Mm-hmm. Um, First and female v- VP. Yes, and a female VP of color, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, just because, and, and then I'm looking at everyone that he's electing into, you know, his office. Mm-hmm. And it's just such an array of people that yeah. are like, fucking finally, dude. Like, not just all An array old of qualified people. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel like we're finally on the start of, like, doing something about what the current state of affairs, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, add that to that there is a vaccine now for COVID, and it's yeah. like, okay, so suddenly it seems like maybe we're coming out of this, like, darkness of... Vaccine was my next one. 2020, you know, <laughs> like... Vaccine was my next Christ. one, but I guess I could just put them together. Because... I love how you picked, like, real things, and mine are just, like, coping <laughs> yes. mechanisms, like... Well, I mean, both of these things very necessary. Mm-hmm. We need things like you know to cope with how fucking shitty the world has just become, and yeah, you know, and and thankfully we some of the changes that we need are, are going to be implemented soon. So mm-hmm. hopefully we could uh, you know this time next year go back to normal or somewhat some semblance of normalcy. Yeah, um, and and just start getting back to our lives. You know, it'd be nice. Yeah. <clears throat> the next thing on my list is Something is Killing the Children. Oh. I think this comic is definitely, I know it started in 2019 technically, but well, it really we just got like, the second one. gained steam and uh, became like a huge breakaway hit and like one of my favorite things this mm-hmm. year as far as comics go. I've loved this series and I'm so excited to talk to everybody at Book Club. I know. About volume two. I know. I'm excited to read volume two, but again, we play this. This game of when to read it. We have to read it so close to the comic book club because I don't know about anybody else, but I just can't retain information that Yeah, well. especially like names and this and that yes. and events and Like timing. I'll probably have to read the first one as well. You're going to just like blow through them both. Exactly, the yeah. Just read it like continuously. Yeah. Yeah. There's been so many comics that came out this year that I've really loved, but I think that that's one of my... Like real top tier favorite things. Nice. Well, then this should be a really exciting book club this week. I'm really looking forward to it, mm-hmm. honestly. Especially because I feel like our little like bubble of book club is getting a little bit more expansive. Bigger. Yeah. And, you know, and we had such great debates and discussion mm-hmm. on the last one for Frendo, so I'm really looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, Frendo some... was a lot of fun. That was a good conversation. Um, okay, well, I guess I'll go to my next one. I'll skip vaccine, even though that was part of the third uh-huh um this also ties into i feel like you're doing escapism and i'm doing like what we're escaping from because uh-huh. my next one is the mute button on facebook i'm uh-huh. very um i think i only discovered it this year or maybe it was last year but it was it was relatively newish for me uh-huh. um and definitely very necessary and around like election time. Racist uncles, like, out the waz. Racist like... uncles, people from fucking high school, just left and right. I'm like, uh-huh. nope, you're out of here. <laughs> so, that was a really fun thing. Patty actually told me about it, because I was like, I think I just have to unfriend, like, so many people. And she's like, no, just mute them. And yeah. I'm like... Because then there's no hurt it. feelings. Exactly. But you also know how to deal with them. And also keep tabs on them. There you go. Yeah. You can also mute, like, phrases on Twitter. Really? So, like, if you don't want to be spoiled by something, you can just put in, 
that like phrase like when so, like, the mandalorian, mandalorian. yeah mm-hmm. you don't want to find out the thing that happened this week on mandalorian you can just mute the mandalorians so you don't That's hear anybody talking about a lot of fun yeah. i didn't know that see you learn things every day here to protect you Kaylin, from you social should, media you should, you should learn things so um Another one of the fun coping mechanisms that we used this summer was when we went camping mm. in Kittatinny. That was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And a well-needed break yeah. from, like, everyday life. Yeah. A nice little escape into the mountains. Yeah, it was just a long weekend. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty long weekend. It was right? a very Five long Five days weekend. or something. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Wednesday to Monday is yeah. really long weekend. but That's fair. Oh, it was so, so needed, mm-hmm. and it was great, and it was perfect because we were outdoors and we really went on the perfect time because really nobody was around no we had like a good little section too where we were kind of like by ourselves even Mm -hmm. though the site was a little busy we still had our own little slice of the first day when we got there because we did i think we got there on a saturday we got there and there was like people there was a full-on dj yes it was with like lights and huge speakers mm-hmm. and like like a club dj yep. there with i imagine people like just doing, doing drugs. drugs like <laughs> that's all i can imagine is... and of course like that dj was directly in between us and our and the back- bathroom, <laughs> yeah, the bathroom. So, like we had no choice but to like go through there yeah i mean we weren't directly in contact with people or anything like that but it was too close for comfort as his um because also that's not what i'm going camping for yeah no like it's this like, like nature and uh <laughs> relaxation yeah, I, don't, I don't need this campfires like shitty webster hall vibe in the middle of my you know yeah. nature escape yes but Sucked. luckily the next day uh like i would say 90 percent of the people packed up and left yeah like all of a sudden burning man was like gone Over. by the time we woke up <laughs> that was weird because i feel like wonderful. we exited our tents and we're like whoa like broken down spotlessly cleaned yeah like i'm not you know no complaints honestly yeah. they just like they packed up and then we pretty much had like the, the run of the park for yeah the rest of the week we uh, we had one uh campsite next to us i think on the last day right the yeah last night they showed up and we left the next little night, so ill was prepared like... i remember we had to loan them some rope and oh yeah some stuff like that they didn't look like they camped often no <laughs> i like no, they didn't. felt concerned for them i was like here's all our shit that we're gonna leave here yeah so some firewood and bug spray yeah, like... <laughs> water like <laughs> please stay safe um so that's fun Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one, which would have been my last one, uh, I guess this is going to be cheesy. It's very cheesy. Yeah. Um, but like, just like an appreciation for like life in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this year so much crazy shit has happened and you kind of do realize like how precious life is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, I know I'm not preaching to the fucking choir here but like we were very fortunate at least i was very fortunate where like i didn't see anything on the front lines like i only heard horror stories from like my sister-in-law being on the covid unit and yeah and hearing how quickly people you know came in one second and there were on ventilators and and how crazy scary yeah. that must have been for so many different people. So I was very fortunate where I didn't have to directly deal with it. But, like, 
I still think we carry it, like, knowing that it's a possibility. At Mm -hmm. least most sane people do, you know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, it's just, like, I think we were living in, like, kind of a fucking fantasy world before this happened. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we were like, we're fine. But then, like, you see how quickly things change and and how quickly um, shit kind of fell apart. Yeah. You know? Like, on that note, also, like, I know we, you very similar to, like, myself, Mm. we never, like, ran the risk of losing our job, our industry shutting Mm -hmm. down, our, you know, like, all of this stuff. Like, we've had our normal, for the most part, paychecks and everything, like, financially we've been stable and, you know, there's people who lost their jobs. Yeah. Entire industries, businesses, all this stuff that just, like... You know, like, they're alive and well, but mm-hmm. they have nothing, yep. you know? And it's really... Yep, now have to start over and yeah. do, like, different stuff, but it's, like... You're absolutely right, like, just an appreciation for, like, mm-hmm. the fragility of everything. Yeah. Like, not crumbling around you. Like, that's... For sure, yeah. I, I, I'm very lucky in, in quite a few different ways. Like, with my industry, I... The kind of opposite happened. Mm-hmm. Like, since everyone was staying home, they were, like fuck it, let's get a pool. Yeah. So we kind of boomed, and but, like, who who would have fucking foresaw that? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Who would have thought from this all transpiring that, like, the pool business would have thrived? Yeah. Like, that wouldn't be my first thought for anything. No, because... you kind of just, like... It's also, like, so weird because, like, I don't know, the people buying pools in August mm-hmm. are not thinking. No. Like... <laughs> That pool's not getting installed. Like, nope. you're not going to be swimming by the, like, the 14th of August nope. if you order a pool on July 29th. Like. No. We, like, are still selling pools, and they're, like, slated for 2022 now. Uh-huh. So it's, Insane. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't know if it was, like, a miscell- miscellaneous item, but it's just something from this year that's, like... A little bit different. Yeah. Just to appreciate things a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how quickly some people have lost yeah. everything, most things. I mean, I said it before, and I know it sounds super harsh, but, like, you had to adapt, and you had to adapt quick mm-hmm. to, like, survive. Yeah. Um, most businesses did. They could find out. Some businesses didn't have the option, and yeah. I understand that. But yeah, like, like, I can't even imagine owning a concert venue mm-hmm. a an arcade like these yep. things like that it's just i'm not comfortable going to them i can't mm-hmm. imagine that there are many people who are looking to go to like you know like those like trampoline parks and stuff I like know. that that were like hugely popular it's like you can't there was like a rock climbing place right by the traders <clears throat> and brick that i go to and it was like set to open mm-hmm. like this year yeah and I haven't seen anything. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. The signs still up there, and I'm like, maybe they hold a note. Yeah. On it for when it when they can, but who knows? It's really, really, I don't know, very tough. So what's your last one? Oh, wait, do you have two more? I have one more. What's your last one? So this is all still coping, mm-hmm. but I've um, listened to a bunch of podcasts that are like my mm-hmm. must see TV, basically. Gotcha. Like the when you like first wake up yes. in bed, you like open your app and make sure that they're downloaded yep. and you're good to go for the day. But 
I literally will not miss an episode of any of these podcasts. The First Issue Club, mm-hmm. I, like, that is my Wednesday morning routine. Yes. It's a podcast all about comics mm-hmm. and comic-related news and all that kind of stuff, and I need to listen to each episode Wednesday morning. On my way to open the shop, <laughs> I listen to the episode. And get ready for new comic book day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like all I just on like theme. it is. It's all like part of like the meditative yes. cycle that I have to go through that day. Um, stay of Homekins. Paul of Tompkins and his wife Janie had to add Tompkins so every Saturday funny. morning. They upload their episode that they recorded the following mm-hmm. evening. I need to listen to every episode of their nonsense. They're hysterical. Yeah. They. I know it's going to sound so. Um, so stupid but i they remind me of us uh-huh. Janie's so like out there and crazy uh-huh. and then paul's like uh like more level-headed uh-huh. and shit and i just think they're fucking funny as hell too the i them. love when she says something so out of control and he like <laughs> loses it laughing at her and then has to be like no you're, that is not what happened that is not how she is fucking funny i love her um oh peep the shirt yeah, Kaylin's wearing her Stay of Humpkins shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, a podcast that we were both on, The Best Little Horror House in Philly. Mm-hmm. And Double Threat. This is another new one that just started this year with Julie Klausner yeah. and um, Tom Sharpling. Mm-hmm. And it's just literally two idiots bullshitting, bullshitting. about dumb things they mm-hmm. saw on the internet or weird people or McDonald's. There's been so many episodes where they just talk about McDonald's for like two (laughs) or three hours. And by the end of it, I'm both like disgusted and want McDonald's. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. So yeah, like literally podcasts get me through it. Oh, there's another one that I want to mention then. That's kind of a both between music and miscellaneous. Um, There's a show. Well, I don't even know. It's gone so many different changes mm-hmm. it, it was a, a show um that was released on youtube each week called two minutes to late night mm-hmm. but since covid hit they've been um having covers being made mm-hmm. so it's like different musicians from different bands playing inter- instruments and sending it together yeah and actually a friend of mine brian does the mixing oh cool of the, of the songs but they're a lot of fun uh-huh. so there's like People from Coheed on one. There's mm-hmm. people from Mutoid Man. There's, uh, what's the lead singer of the Distillers? Brody Dale. Brody Dale was mm-hmm. on this one song, uh, Walking on Broken Glass. Oh, no it way. It so fucking good. That is cool. Um, who else? There was a bunch recently, now I can't remember. There's been so many of them, but if you get a chance, go onto their YouTube and subscribe, because they're putting out, like, almost weekly songs. Dope, dope. All right. We're going long. Doug's going to go with our second song here, I think. And I'm going to do the shuffle game also. And our next song is... Don't Forget by the Good Old War. Hacking up, say goodbye. There comes a point, there comes a time. asleep wide awake here it is the great escape the look in your eyes don't forget I won't forget you 
Don't forget me, I won't forget you After all that we've been through Don't forget I won't forget you Played the game, thought we'd seen it all We found out what it's all about All the nights we did without They flicker and fade Don't forget, I won't forget you Forget you after all that we've been through. Don't forget, I won't forget you. Driving through another storm Miles away from parts unknown Oh no Don't forget, I won't forget you Don't forget me, I won't forget you After all that we've been through Don't forget I won't forget you And that was Don't Forget by the Good Old War. Oh, man. Doug. You know, you do this every week, and I I usually don't see you mm-hmm. when you do it, and but it's I do. very funny to see Doug. It's hey, like Doug? A, a turtle coming out of its shell. <laughs> hey, Doug, what's going on at the shop? So the shop this week, it's another weird light week. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned last week that usually this like transitional period. Yes, it's very weird. So holidays we have into New Year. Very light books from. Offerings from DC and Marvel and mm-hmm. Image and all of them this week. But, but next week, I want to really talk about that. Next week, sure. Future State from DC starts. What's that? This is DC's new undertaking where they're doing like a whole freeze basically on all of their books. And they're mm-hmm. doing kind of a light refresh. Okay. So Future State is the idea of what the future of DC may look like. Basically, I think they're saying about 15 years, quote unquote, in the future. Okay. So a lot of different characters shifting around on titles. And a lot of them are running for two issues or four. So this is the beginning of that phase phase of future. Yes. Okay. January and February, all books are going to be basically this 
future state event. They start here. Yes. Okay. So we have a ton of future state books coming in. I know I had seen Swamp Thing and Harley Quinn and okay. Batman. So like a lot of... That's what I was like, going to ask. Really... Like, is it based on like specific characters? So like so it's Batman, but this Batman book, it's probably not Bruce. We, you know, like... It's a different it's Batman. It's a different yeah. Batman. So like it's like that. a lot of this like shake up stuff. See, this is what they need to do because this is a good starting point for a lot of people. If yeah. If you want to start a series... Yeah. Where everything is fresh and everything is like, and for that matter, time, like you know it I mean? also shakes things up for like longtime readers of mm-hmm. these characters. Like yeah. sometimes, you know, like you start to read a book and you're like, I feel like they've done this before, or mm-hmm. something. You know, like so to shake things up like this is usually, yeah. usually a pretty good idea. Okay, so I'm kind of excited for that to start. I haven't gotten my boxes yet, but they're like in transit, oh, and shit. I think they're going to be here on Tuesday. So I'm like, I'm going to read them all early. <laughs> I'm especially excited for the Swamp Thing book. I love Swamp Thing. I know. I know you do. I love Swamp I'm intrigued. I, I, I've never read anything about the Swamp Thing. Yeah? Oh, I really, if you're like up for it, I definitely would recommend the um, Swamp Thing from the New 52 storyline. It's so good. Well, I will lend it to you. Kayla needs to try new things in the new year, Doug. We gotta have that segment. A lot of fun. Yeah. I need to try new things. I'm gonna try to broaden my horizons when it comes to... Only comic books. <laughs> Only comic books. Life, I'm keeping the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, be on the lookout for all the new Future State books coming out from DC Comics. So are you going to post a pic of like each cover? Like, yeah, because there's, Future State there's they're starting off a little slow, but mm-hmm. then there's it's going to be a lot. There's a lot of books planned. They have an action plan. Yeah. Probably because Marvel's been kicking their ass for yeah, quite a few years when it comes to that. Yeah. Even, like Disney just posted like... The next fucking, what, five to ten years? What it looks that like. That Disney slate of like Marvel and Star Wars mm-hmm. and just general Disney stuff that yeah. they're doing is crazy ambitious and crazy like absurd. Ambitious, yeah. So DC's like, mm, hey. Yeah. We have a plan too. Yeah. <laughs> but so, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. This week. Our hours at the shop for um, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are 12 to 6 for both, respectively. And on New Year's Day, of course, don't forget, we'll be having our book club. 6.30 at the shop. At the shop. Um, still, please bring your own chairs. Yes. Yes. We still yeah, that would help. Chairs, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, maybe I'll bring a snack. Okay. I feel like a snack might be in order um, for this one. We'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. More Something homework. is killing the children inspired snack. Something is killing the chitlins. I was going to say chitlins, but I don't really know what that is. <laughs> chitlins is like, um... Something is meat. grilling the chitlins. <gasps> it's gross, like chicken meat. Oh, gross. Yeah. Yikes. I just sounded the same, yeah. so I wanted to Chill- say it. Chili... Chili peppers. Chili peppers. Something is grilling the chili peppers. Ooh. Okay. So make barbecued chili peppers. Hmm. That feels like a real snack. I'll figure something out. I was gonna, yeah. Well, it's gotta okay. be on theme, but I'll figure something out. Maybe Suze can help me. She's the chef. <laughs> so there's a lot of, <laughs> you know, it should be some fun coming forward with the next couple of weeks at the shop. There should be some as far fun as coming books. forward. Come forward, <laughs> fun. In the ass. Oh, you know what? This episode's gonna come out the day before book club. 
right? So New Year's Eve. So I can give out the information for next week's book oh, club yeah, if you want. That. Next month's book club if you want to vamp for a few minutes and give me the second to look yeah, it up. Yeah, sure. Guys, if you're going out tonight, please be safe. Um, still wear your masks if you're going to public places. Um, if you're going to somebody's house, you know, just make sure you practice safe practices like washing your hands and and don't share any drinks or anything like that. Um, as always, I should know more than anyone. Please do not drink and drive. Please. Oh, I thought you were going to say try not to get COVID. <laughs> okay. Try not to get COVID either, but also do not drink and drive. Um, have somebody drive you or, you know, always Uber or Lyft or stay over somebody's house if you can. Um, just be smart about it and have a fun night. So for January book club, mm-hmm. I was looking at trying to get some inspiration for books to do. And, um, we had done die last year in February mm-hmm. by Kieran Gillen. That was our first. No? One of my fa- Yeah. One of my favorite things about Kieran Gillen's books that had gotten me into his writing was his artist that he collaborated with a lot, Jamie McKelvey. Mm-hmm. Jamie had announced that he was going to have a new creator-owned series that he was going to write and draw himself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I don't know. They don't, there's no exact date for that book just yet. But yes. I was like, I've never read his first creator-owned book that he re- wrote and drew himself. Okay. So I'm really excited to give that a shot. So I was thinking, everybody like die. Maybe we could all vibe with this book. So we're going to read Suburban Glamour by Jamie McKelvey. Okay. we have a synopsis? Here we go. Astrid and Dave are teenagers stuck in a dead-end suburban town living uneventful lives until Astrid gets a visit from her childhood imaginary friends who tell her something big is about to happen. Are they real or is she crazy? Life is about to get a lot more interesting for the pair. Interesting and very, very dangerous. From the co-creator of Phonogram comes this tale of magic, mystery, and underage drinking. That sounds like a lot I of think fun. it sounds like fun, right? Yeah. So I'm really excited to, to give that one a whirl. So wait, uh, Jamie McKelvey also did Phonogram? Yes. So just, just Kieran and Jamie worked on, well, they co-wrote it. and Like all oh, of the okay. books that they work on together, they work on together. Oh, nice. So they do like all of their, you know... They did um, Young Avengers, The Wicked and the Divine, Phonogram. Very cool. Usually on a couple of Kieran books, he'll do like a variant if he's not like the main artist. And I usually try to collect those also. That one. Yeah. Nice. So I'm really stoked on checking that one out. Okay. I'm it's from about that. like a couple of years ago too. Like it's kind of old. So and from what I remember of his artwork, it, it's very beautiful. A, he's like got a very... Like, unmistakable, mm-hmm. am I saying that correctly, very, like, like, style. Um, very vivid colors, mm-hmm. everything. Colors are, like, important, because, like, when he did The Wicked and Divine, he, like, separated the characters with colors, like they do in, um, in like, TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time, Like, Lucifer they... was all white. Yeah. A lot of the time they collaborate with the same colorist also. So oh, Jamie cool. usually has Matt Wilson on his colors. Nice. So it's like it also, it's like just as important that like his art be complemented by I... a colorist who knows his work yes. and can, you know, do all of that really well together. So this book is actually like, I almost want to say really old. It's from October 2007 it started. Oh, crazy. So that's like pretty old, you know? That's kind of, 
fun though. We yeah. have we've done primarily like newer stuff, so it's kind of fun to go back. Yeah, I think our oldest thing that we've really done was and like 2007 Paper Girls. Yeah. references. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very intrigued. So I'm kind of stoked on that. Guys, also Doug let me cut his hair today. Yes. Um, I just gave him a trim, but I'm seeing this one part of his hair that I desperately need to kind of cut into a little bit more. Going back to the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit more. It's not going to help if you shake. Oh, it made it worse. Made it, it worse. Made it worse. Shake Put it, it off. back. Put it back. Yep, it's still there. Okay. okay. So I'm going to have to fix this, Um, but guys, Doug's looking at me. What are you going to say? That this might have been the best episode. It might have been the best episode. We're in person. I know. I don't sound drunk. No, you don't because it's It's also early. It is early (laughs) daytime. See, guys, it's not me being drunk. It's my brain shutting down slowly at nighttime. Where it's, that's where I is sound that very sundown dumb. Sundown syndrome. What is that? Isn't that like oh, a I thing? I don't know. I should look into it though, because my brain sincerely does just shut off. And I feel like Liz got a part of that last night. Last night she kept saying all the wrong shit, and I was like, "You good? You good, girl? <laughs> what the fuck did she say?" I have no idea. Fancy dance. For New Year's, she wants to be oh, fancy. Oh, fancy, yeah, her fancy Instead dress. Instead of fancy dress, she said she fancy wants dance. a fancy dance. Oh, man. God. Anyway, this has been a wonderful episode, episode 39. This podcast is based out of a comic book store called The Geekery that can be found at 133A Main Street in Madwin, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online across all social media at The Geekery NJ. This podcast you're listening to can be found... On social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K-A-E. I am at Tumblestiltskin. Happy New Year. Kayla put her sunglasses down, so she's in a very cool mood I'm ready right to now. rock. Yeah. And roll, brah. Thank you for listening to another episode. Oh my God, Kaylin. What? We'll see you next year. All right, guys, mm. I apologize for Doug. Happy New Year. Be safe. New Year, new tears. New Year, new me. Crappy new year, everyone. Okay, bye. Bye.